This week's episode is sponsored by Hope Beauty USA. You can check them out at hopebeautyusa.com. Use code CROWNINGMOMENT at checkout for 10% off your order. Welcome back, everyone. Before we get started with our interview question of the day, remember to listen, pause, and then answer for yourself. What is something that you are passionate about and how can you educate others on the topic? We are officially on YouTube. If you are listening out there on any of those social media platforms and want to get to something a little bit quicker, YouTube is your best bet. Definitely subscribe to the Crowning Moment podcast channel as well as put that ring notification on so you'll know every time that I post. Our updated posting schedule will be 5 p.m. Eastern time on Monday. So make sure you're checking out Crowning Moment every Monday. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Crowning Moment. My name is Casey Gibson, and today we have another special guest, and she's going to introduce herself. Hey, y'all. My name is Bethany Thomas. I'm super excited to be here today. I have been a pageant girl since the age of three, um, and I took a break from the competition side to get married and have children. During that time, I stepped into a little directing and also judging, which I love. But now I'm ready to take my step to the other side of the table again and get back into competing. Awesome. Well, Bethany, I'm so glad that we can sit down and chat today. We actually had the opportunity to get connected when you were at a pageant a few months ago and you were doing hair and makeup with Corey King and I. I love me some Corey. And so I was so, so happy to meet you through that experience. And so I'm so glad that the listeners can get to know you just like I have. And I want to jump in and talk about, you know, what made you want to come back to pageantry and what has that journey looked like for you coming back into it? Yeah, well, just to touch back on meeting you and Corey, oh my gosh, y'all made the whole experience even that much more fun. He is hilarious, and you are amazing, and y'all just really make quite the pair, so (laughs) I had such a good time. Um, I felt like I was getting pampered, and it was just amazing. Um, So, you know, for years now, I have wanted to get back into competing. Um, like I mentioned before, my first pageant was when I was three, and it was an experience, um, mainly more for my mom than me, because I stood with my back to the crowd. But once I got out the jitters the first time, we were all a go from there. <laughs> it just became a passion and kind of a hobby for me and my mom um, through the years. And then um, got married and Right before I got married was my last pageant, which I was 26, so it's been a a minute. Um, And then during those years of my kids being super young and I was at home with them, I always knew I wanted to get back into the competition side, but I just felt like it wasn't the right time for me. Um, Fast forward, I owned a small business. I owned a fitness studio. And tie that in with owning a small business fitness studio during the pandemic. Um, Things were a little chaotic, as you can imagine. And I felt, again, like I just didn't have the time to devote to preparing and um, serving if I was crowned. So now that those things um, have kind of simmered down a little bit, um, 
I'm ready to compete again. And actually in August, I competed in my first Mrs. pageant. I competed in Mrs. South Carolina Earth. It was in Columbia, South Carolina. And I just loved meeting the directors. They were wonderful. Loved meeting um, my fellow contestants and even made an amazing friend who I've talked to almost every single day since then. So I was named first runner up. It was a huge honor for me. And I would say I won because I made a great friend and met you, Casey. So it was a win-win for me. I love it. One of the big things that we were touching on while we were there, because I had just finished doing a swimsuit competition with the pageant that I had just won. And I wish you guys, which I'll post a picture of you, of course, for the headshot of this podcast, but she is the most, like Bethany is the most fit person I think I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) And so I definitely want to touch on that. You have in the fitness gym and everything, and you are really big on nutrition. So what kind of kickstarted that whole journey for you through fitness and nutrition? Yeah. So I always have loved to be active. I've always loved to eat healthy. You know, even as a child, I chose to be a vegetarian had no idea what it meant. Um, I was just born that way. I never was a meat-eating little girl. So fast forward um, to getting married, and then my husband and I decided we were ready to start a family and started our battle with infertility. We had no idea that that was on the horizon. Um, It was at that moment that I look back and think that is what was my pivotal moment into really digging into diet and what effect what you eat has on your body. Um, whenever we were going through all these things, we were ta- I was taking medication and I had several procedures, even had surgery, and it turned into a four-year battle. Um, I can't even tell you how many specialists looked me in the eye and said, you will never be pregnant. You'll never be pregnant. Um, it was after all of that that I decided there's got to be more more to it than this. So what can I do? I have to take matters into my own hands, which typically I don't mind doing. But with that, for some reason, I just felt like, you know, they're professionals. They should know and should be able to help me. So it was at that time... Um, I really started researching online and started saying, yes, even though I do eat pretty plant-based and eat pretty healthy, there's still a disconnect there. So on January 1st, 2014, I decided to um, go gluten-free completely. I removed dairy from my diet because it's super inflammatory, especially if you already have some um, issues going on internally. And this was the hard part for me. Um, I tried my best to cut out refined sugar. I love sweets, but it wasn't a crazy love for sweets. You just don't realize until you start reading labels how much sugar is in everything that we eat. Um, It was very eye-opening for me. Um, I was diagnosed with endometriosis which is an inflammation of your uterine lining that actually appears outside of your uterus. So anything that you're eating that causes inflammation just ramps that up even more. Um, It was super eye-opening for me. 
because I wanted to heal my body from the inside out, I was so strict. Followed the diet to a T. Um, spent hours in grocery stores reading labels and trying to figure out just exactly what I can eat and what I should avoid. And, you know, after getting into it and seeing the difference in how I felt, I never stopped. Um, it's, it's honestly now just my lifestyle. I just know that I can't eat those things. I know how I will feel if I eat them. So I just still, all these years later, avoid them altogether. Um, whenever I own my fitness studio, a lot of people there, clients turn friends and, you know, we would share about each other's lives and struggles we've all had. It was very interesting to me how many people were affected by infertility, um, if not them personally, either their sister or their friend or somebody that they knew. And then I'm thinking, okay, I need to really learn even more about this. So during the pandemic, the time period that I was at home, I decided to become a certified vegan nutritionist. So I got my online certification during that time. And I have loved sharing with other people. Um, my goal, my mission is to turn my pain, years of pain, into my purpose, my calling. So I truly believe that I went through all of that so that I can use what I've learned over the years and my experience to help other people. Wow, that is amazing. And I know we had touched on that a little bit when you were in the hair and makeup chair getting ready for the pageant, but I didn't know how in depth this was. And I really appreciate you. You're like, I, you know, I understand these specialists, you know, it's their job. They should know this, but you're like, I still feel like something's not right. And taking it upon yourself to go ahead and be like, okay, like, let me really do my research and make sure I know that is important because, you know, sometimes, yes, our medical people have those licenses. They've gone through years of schooling, but there's always something that they could miss. And so it really is important for you to just listen to your body because you're the one who's living it. You are going through these things and making sure that you understand how the ins and outs of it work. And so I really appreciate you doing that, especially for yourself and thinking on my head. I'm like, yes, if I drink a glass of milk or if I eat a piece of toast, like I immediately bloat and don't think twice. Like it just happens. And that's things is I know my brother is gluten-free. He has to be a celiac and my cousin is gluten-free. And so I'm like, you know, it really probably is in the family at this point. And it's something I didn't think about. And, you know, prepping for pageants, it's always like you need to only eat greens, but it's like, it's not because you're starving yourself. It's because it's good for you and learning what's actually good for you and prepping for these even not just pageants, but for life on your day-to-day -day basis, it is really important. And so I kept telling you while you were in the, the hair and makeup chair, I was like, you know, I really need you to be my nutritionist. I really need you because it honestly is going to be very helpful. And I'm glad that people can hear these conversations because sometimes that's not normal. Some people don't go to a nutritionist or they never have been or never thought about it. And so I really appreciate you sharing your story because there are women out there every day going through something that they feel like they may be alone with. So I'm really glad that they can hear from someone else that, you know, hey, you're not alone. All, us women are going through it too. So I really appreciate that. And with the fitness, whole fitness journey and fitness gym, I want to ask as kind of like a fun thing, what is your like favorite style or type of fitness that you like to do to stay active? Oh my gosh. Well, um, I would say it's a, a, a tie. I love to go on a long run. I always have. Um, for me, it's more mental. 
I love to go jog and just free my mind. I love to be outside, especially this time of the year when the leaves are gorgeous, the air is nice and crisp. I don't know. It's just a whole experience for me. I love it. And I also love weight training. I don't lift heavy. I'm more of a medium weight. And I love just the effect, the toning effect that it has on my body. So it's good. I love the mental part of running. And then I also love being in, in a studio, in a group class and doing weights. So it's a tie for me. <laughs> I love that. That's one of the things is like trying to find like your specific area you enjoy. Definitely that weightlifting. I joined, um, I'm a part of the F45 gym near my apartment. I love that. And I love the team aspect of it, working out with other people. It keeps you really motivated to want to keep going back because sometimes going to the gym by yourself can be really intimidating, especially going into these big, you know, chain gyms like Crunch and um, Planet Fitness, all of those ones, Gold's Gym, like they're really intimidating sometimes. So definitely having that, that strong group, almost like that family aspect with working out really does help. And yes, sometimes it may be expensive, but it is really rewarding. And that's the thing you have to remember at the end of the day. You're like, I'm here for my mental health, to have my social time, to meet friends, meet people, especially moving to a new area. I didn't I didn't know anyone. And so now I can be like, oh, yeah, I have this person, this person, this person I know from the gym that we can you know, grab a drink after work or go get food. Or even when we have to do events together, like I do the social media for our gym. So it's seeing them and doing events together is so fun because then you're starting to learn different things about each person's life. Like they thought it was so interesting that I did pageants and that I have a podcast and they're like that is the coolest thing we've never met someone like that I'm like well this is you know having that family aspect yeah and like family aspect where you get to meet different people and have all like most of the people I live around are nurses and so if I'm sick or if I have an issue I can call a friend hey here's my symptoms what can I do about this and so it's really nice to have that especially in being in the pageant world it really does work like that and you said meeting your good friend at Earth USA for South Carolina, North Carolina, like making those friends in the pageant world really do last a lifetime. It really and, you know, I always say there's always a bad seed in the group, but you got to really weave through it to find those good ones. And they really do stick thick and through with you for everything. That is so true. You know, I, one thing that I even tell my kids and my friends, like as long as you're staying true to yourself and being real, your people will find you. You know, they, it's like you mag, you're a magnet for people who are real and genuine, just like you. I could tell when I met you. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And that really is, that is the truth. Like being your true authentic self is so important. I just know like when I started in pageantry, I know you may have done it a little bit longer than I have, but <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit, but starting in pageants for me, like I always felt like I had to be this perfect cookie cutter style pageantry. They call it a pageant patty because I was so worried that, you know, maybe if I didn't act like this, I wouldn't be crowned. But I feel like in the past, like I say even like five to 10 years, it's like we don't care for that person anymore. We want to know who you truly are deep down. And that's what I'm so glad that nowadays it's not that that fake personality girl that wins anymore. It's the person that's true, authentic. Does she have, you know, something in her life that's going on and she's happy to talk about it because she wants to be an advocate, not just a victim anymore. That's the big mentality that has changed. And I appreciate that. But reeling it back into pageantry as a whole for you. So I know that I know what's going on next, but what is something you're most excited for coming soon in your future of pageantry? 
Yeah. So after competing in my first Mrs. pageant in August, I loved every minute of it. It was so much fun for me to get back on that side. And I am the type, I have the type of personality that works well with a goal set in front of me. I need that. I need something to work, work towards and something to get excited about. So of course, after the pageant, I'm like, okay, what's next? I've got to do another one. Um, so I'm super excited to announce that I will be representing my town of Fort Mill, South Carolina in Mrs. South Carolina, America. And that's coming up in May of 2023. So I cannot wait. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. I am so happy for you because I know like there was a reason. There's always a reason for everything. You get told no because there's always another door that's going to open in front of you. And so I'm really excited for this moment for you because it's going to be a big one. And you have a lot of things that one, people can either relate on and hear you out on because the things that you've gone through in life, the journey you've taken, like it's just going to be such a great thing that you can advocate for and talk about at these pageants, especially in that interview. It's going to be a whole moment that I'm glad that people get to hear more about you and from you. Thank you. Me too. You know, that's, that's my ultimate goal. I want everything that I've gone through and all of my experiences and knowledge that I've gained through all of this even if it helps one other person to hear me say, oh, me too. I've, I've done that exact same thing. I've walked in your shoes. You know, that is truly what I believe to be my calling is to share my story. And what better way to connect and to reach other people than competing in another pageant and you know, it's just going to be, it's going to be a good thing for me to feel like I'm fulfilling what my calling is. That's my goal. If you could choose, or if you have chosen your next pageant dress, what do you want it to give off? Like what are three words you would describe it as? Let's see, um, classy and mature since I am competing in a Mrs. pageant. And third word, let's see. Wow. I love that. So with this pageant competing in, tell the listeners a little about what the types of divisions and competitions you'll have to be actually competing in at the state level. Yeah. So this pageant um, always is North Carolina and South Carolina um, competing at the same pageant. And I'm super excited. Obviously, there will be interview. Uh, That actually is one of my favorite parts of judging pageants. I love to meet the girls and to get to know everybody and to kind of see their personality shine through in the interview. Um, And then to see them on stage, it's like, oh yeah, you know, she's the girl that loves dogs and so do I. I love to make those connections. So I get excited for interview just to see how I can connect with the judges on on that personal level. Um, And then obviously there will be swimsuit, which I get super excited about that too, because wow, that's the ultimate motivation. You want to feel your absolute best whenever you're competing in swimsuits. So I get really excited about that. And I'm already thinking about colors and what I want my swimsuit to look like. Um, And then again, evening gown, I love just because it's that classic moment of your time to shine on the stage. So I, I always have loved evening gown. I love the way I feel. I love the way that, you know, just helps you walk in your best life. Um, So I love it all. It's going to be fun. And I'm excited to meet everybody. 
Oh, yes. What is your, I guess, piece of advice you would give someone if they're new to pageantry and heading into that interview? What would be a piece of advice for them? Um, Just to kind of touch back on what you and I were just saying about being real. You know, you can't go wrong with being who you are. I feel like the minute that you try to be someone else or pretend to be something you're not, that's when it's very obvious. Um, and as long as you're being genuine, authentic, and real, you want the judges to fall in love with who you are and what you stand for. So got to be real. I absolutely love that. That's the one thing that if people get anything from this podcast, it is as time and time again, I preach on here is be your true authentic self. And if you're not the one for them, there's something else out there for you. What's for you will not pass you by. I love that quote. Yes. I feel like this past year, I've heard it so many times, like time and time again, I've seen it on Instagram. Like it, I feel like if you could label the pageant world as one little piece of advice this year, it would be what's for you will not pass you by because it's so true. You can get told no and no and no. And then on that fourth, no, it could be your yes. It could be your moment. And that's what you've been waiting for and preparing for so hard for so long. And I know for me, that definitely has been the thing. And so just like for you, Bethany, I really hope that this next one is going to be your final moment. Yes. Cause you need it. Oh, I hope so too. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, we've come to that point in the podcast where I like to ask everyone the same final question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Alrighty. In what way has pageants positively impacted you? The first word that comes to my mind is confidence. Um, Obviously, whenever you're competing, you want to have confidence on stage. But I feel like it goes even past that. Your confidence just in your everyday life, whether you're at work or you're making a presentation at school or you're meeting somebody that could be a new friend you're interviewing someone. I mean, just about everything we do, if you have confidence and you have that poise and personality of being real, um, you know, you're going to shine no matter what you're doing. I feel like with pageantry, you're just kind of chiseling that, that whole persona to be sharp and building your confidence with every single time that you compete. So, Confidence is the word that just jumps right into my brain. I love it. Well, Bethany, I'm so glad that we can sit down and chat today. I know this is one we've definitely been waiting for, and I'm so excited to see what the future holds for you and what you're going to do. I'm just really excited. I'm glad that I can be a part of your journey and be cheering you on on the sidelines, waiting for you to have your big crowning moment. And I'm just so glad, and I'm glad that the listeners can hear a little bit more about you and your journey through pageantry, and they can also follow you. But before we sign off, what is your social media so that they can follow you? And if they have some, you know, similar situations they're going through, that they can also reach out to you on. Yeah, that would be awesome. So my um, Instagram is mrs.bethany.thomas. Um, and, it, you know, nowadays it's funny. Sometimes people will say, how do you spell Bethany? And I'm like, oh, I thought there was only one way, but I guess there are more than one. There is more than one way now. So it's B-E-T-H-A-N-Y. And I would love if anybody has questions about, um, you know, infertility or endometriosis or the way that I eat, what do I eat? How do you cook a meal that I can eat and still feed your family? I get asked that question a lot. Um, please don't hesitate to reach out because it's taken me years upon years 
to figure all of this out. And sometimes I still feel like I have a lot to learn. So I would love to connect and talk to anybody and dig in deeper and share more of my story. I would love that. Thank you so much again, Bethany, for being on here today. And you know, guys, you never know what happens in the future. So I guess you'll have to check out next week on another episode of The Crowning Moment. Bye, guys. Thank you.